One of the key things to understand about the brain is that it is essentially a prediction machine. Now, this wasn't always known. It used to be thought that the brain just kind of reacted to things in the environment, but in actual fact, it's always predicting what will happen next. And so it's making predictions within our body all the time to try and make sure that we're already prepared for what it is that our body needs to do. And that might be, for instance, you know, the changes that we make in our body when we're about to stand up so that we don't faint or the changes that we make in our body when the brain realizes we're about to swallow some food. Or it could be the changes that it makes in our body when it's predicting that we're going to need to run away from something like some danger. So it's constantly predicting, trying to get ahead of the game. If somebody throws a ball to you, for instance, your brain is predicting all the time where that ball is going to land so you can actually put your hand out and, and grab it in the correct place. So the brain is a prediction machine. It's looking forward much more than it's looking backwards. And when you think of predictions, one way that you can kind of speak out, formulate a, uh, a prediction is if this happens, then that. That's a good way of structuring a prediction. If I press the light switch, then the light switch will go on. So if this happens, then that will happen as a response. So that's a good formulation of a prediction. And one of the things that you'll notice fits that formulation is our own beliefs about ourselves and other people and the world. And these beliefs are, well, they're really powerful because they will change how we interact with the world. Those predictions that our brain has made based on our past experience will actually change how we interact with the world, even if those predictions are incorrect. So things like, if I attend a job interview, then I'll go to pieces and I won't do very well. That's a belief. But when we talk about a belief in that sense, what we really mean is that the belief is a prediction. If I go to the party later, then nobody will like me. That's a belief that will change what we actually do in the world, limit how we interact with the world. But really, it's more of a prediction than it is a belief. If I make sure that I go and grab that opportunity, then people will dislike me because they'll think that I'm pushy. A belief, but really, once again, a prediction. If I become financially successful, then I'll just be a target for everyone. Again, a belief, but really, the belief is a prediction. And our beliefs are predictions which impact the way that we interact with the world. Because if we're really predicting that should we become financially successful, that we'll be a target, then that's going to ensure that we, 
we do our best not to become financially successful, even if that's kind of subconsciously. If we really believe that when we go to the party later, nobody's going to like us there, then it might lead us to either not go to the party or go to the party and, and act in such a way that we're really timid and within ourselves and we, we feel uncomfortable and we portray ourselves as awkward and uncomfortable simply because we're expecting everybody not to like us. Now, the thing about predictions, and I've spoken about this before, what the brain needs is for its predictions to be kind of validated, tested out, <clears throat> because predictions can be wrong. And so what it really needs, if a prediction is wrong, like if that's a distorted belief, it's a if it's a false belief, a false prediction, what it really needs is some way of recalibrating so it understands that it's wrong. And one of the things that I like to do in terms of my therapy work is to look for those things which disprove the prediction. You see, once the brain finds things that disprove the prediction, then it undermines the belief. So let's say, for instance, you had that belief where you said, if I go to the party, then people won't like me. Then one way to look to undermine that belief, to undermine that prediction, is to look for the opposites of that. So tell me about a time where you've met some people and it went well. And finding those experiences will then start to challenge that idea that people aren't going to like us because we can think of the time, well, actually, I went to that event and, and yeah, I started talking to that person and it went quite well. Or the time where we might say, if I go to a job interview, then I'm not going to do very well. And it might be, well, tell me about a time where you went to some kind of interview and it did go well. So looking for these exceptions to the problem can be a really useful way of just undermining the belief, even if it is only undermining it to an extent, even if you can only find an opposite, which is an opposite to some extent. It helps to undermine things. If I think that, if my prediction is that if I go for an opportunity, it'll turn out bad, then tell me about a time where you took up an opportunity that worked really well for you, or even just a little bit well for you, or it didn't turn out bad, it was neutral. You see, the brain is a prediction machine, and those predictions are based on things that have happened in the past that feel significant. And what it can often do is miss out those times and overlook those times where the opposite has actually happened. And so by deliberately drawing our attention to those times where actually that prediction wasn't true there, was it? Can really help us to start making different predictions. And so 
when you notice that you have a belief, realize that actually it's not a belief that you have, it's a prediction. And then see if there are any events in your data set of your life that challenge that prediction. So you might have a belief about other people. If somebody is nice to me, then that means they're trying to manipulate me. Well, you can then find someone who was nice and was just authentic and didn't actually want anything from you at all. So we can undermine these predictions all the time once we actually spot that our belief is just a prediction and then we can check whether it's dodgy and we can find out exceptions that prove that prediction wrong. So people often talk about beliefs in therapy and people often talk about our limiting beliefs, the, you know, our interactions with the world change. But what people don't tend to tell you about beliefs is that they're simply predictions. And when you look at those predictions, you'll be able to find alternatives, alternative data points from your life or from other people's lives that prove that prediction incorrect. And once you start proving that prediction incorrect, you'll be able to see that actually the belief, which is formulated as a prediction, is not necessarily that reliable. And so if you like this idea of beliefs being predictions and then predictions can be proven to be wonky, which then shakes the solidity of the belief, then please share it. So somebody else can get the benefits of it as well. And you can work with me direct. I'm Alan Parry. You'll find out more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And feel free to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. There's a new episode every day. And if you subscribe, then you'll never, ever miss one. So thanks for listening. And I'll see you again tomorrow with another.